Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. Oh my god, hi. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. We have a wild one today, y'all. Today we're discussing Dinosaur, a 2000s animated film released by Disney. Now hear me out. This is a real chicken or the egg situation. While the movie is technically not based on a ride, the ride itself changed its name to attach itself to the movie for promotional reasons. So here, let me read a little bit about the history and you'll see some more details. So this ride dinosaur, formerly known as Countdown to Extinction, is a dark ride attraction at Disneyland's Animal Kingdom in Walt Disney World, Florida. The ride features a turbulent journey through the late Cretaceous period, featuring prehistoric scenes populated by dinosaur audio animatronics. Originally named Countdown to Extinction when the park opened in 1998, the ride's name was changed to Dinosaur in 2000 to promote this film. And here's where the plot thickens. It gets worse. However, the two dinosaurs that are uh, prominently featured on the ride have always been the Iguanodon and the Carnotaurus, which were both featured prominently in the film. So which really came first? How much of this film was based on this ride? How much? I mean, it's stupid and bonkers. Uh, Scenes from the movie also appear in the pre-show to help the guests identify Iguanodon as the film's protagonist, Aladar. Okay, so now let's talk the finances of this movie as well, because I find this more fascinating. Um, At the time, the film received accolades for its cutting-edge computer animation, side-eye, and grossed $348 million at the box office. However, because the film cost so much to produce at the time, you know, those early 2000s computer animations were not cheap, and had such a large marketing budget because they really thought this movie was going to change the world, the, that $348 million didn't even break even with the combined cost of the budget to make the movie and the marketing. However, the plot thickens yet again. Then, it went on to gain another almost $200 million in home video release sales. And that is the business of Hollywood, baby. <laughs> That is so much money for this stupid film. Um, To break down the film, I am joined by Alec Hearn, Addison Brown, and we had a lot of fun, you know, watching this little stinker. So without further ado, here we go. Uh, Today we're talking about the, the movie Dinosaur, the film by Disney. I always, first of all, the whole time we've been talking about this in this season, um... I keep thinking there's more to that title, like The Dinosaur or Disney. The Good Dinosaur. I keep saying dinosaurs, but it's it's singular dinosaur. It's just, it's about one dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this season, we're doing a full season of Disney Adult. 
about movies inspired by rides. <gasps> okay, so which park is this ride at? So there is a park at the, or there is a, a ride at Walt Disney World. World, okay. okay. Where, um, and I think we should describe the ride because all the other ones have made sense. They're kind of like iconic rides. We've did Pirate of the Caribbean, Tower of Terror. Um, some stuff that makes sense right Haunted Mansion this one I rode this ride I probably rode this ride four or five times when I was a kid and I didn't remember until like the last time I went two years ago that this was even a ride is it still there oh it's still there and it's like wildly different than this have either of you ever been to Disney World Yes. I've been I, to Disney World once when I was in fifth grade, but I've been to Disneyland as an adult like four times. So I'm not super familiar with world. Oh, okay. You're you're yeah. a West Coast gal. Well, my family is, although I'm gonna be honest, I prefer Disney World. We can get into yeah. that later, but it's I don't know. It absolutely is. Okay. Um, Disney World slabs. Yeah. I went to Disney World for spring break my sophomore year of high school. My mom's like, What do you guys want to do? Me and my brother were like, Can we go to Disney World? <laughs> Good girl. I'm going in my 30s. I can't wait to go back again. <laughs> I'm about to butt chug them corn dogs. I'm so into it. Um, so the ride to describe the ride to anybody listening is essentially the whole thing is you're a scientist. And I believe you're getting always like video feeds because you're in a line waiting. So they have to have like some recorded video. And it was Mrs. Huxtable, Felicia Rashad, I believe, giving, I have to look that up because that would be so problematic if I mixed her up with somebody else. (laughs) Um, uh, But I'm almost certain it's Felicia Rashad who's saying like, don't go back in time and pick up dinosaur DNA. And the scientist who's like trying to lead your Jeep Wrangler that you're driving is like, yeah, yeah, sure, Felicia. And then we go back anyway. And you go back like three minutes before the meteor destroys the dinosaurs. Okay. Because <laughs> there's no other time you could have gone, I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the whole ride is like you're in a Jeep and um, running from a meteor that's about to strike to catch some like dinosaur DNA. Um, Epic. Oh. It, it is pretty epic. And then here, let me look this up. But there's like no humans in this movie at all. So that makes no sense to be a ride. Yeah. And all, but it is about, um, it is Felicia Rashad. Um, Thank yeah. God. Make I did not t- have to cancel you on your own podcast. Take honestly. that Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Better luck next time. Um, no, but this movie, what do we think about this movie, by the way? Okay. So I would say overall, and I was like, of all the movies that I would have to watch twice, then it wanted to be this one. <laughs> but I'm going to second that notion with a, with a hard. <laughs> well, after with fresh thoughts, fresh minds and fresh feelings about it. What do we like? What do we dislike? Okay. I like the obvious like motifs and themes and like, you know, the lessons they're trying to teach you are the lessons that are taught. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that. And there's like, pretty scenery and stuff and um i like some of the characters but uh, <laughs> the animation as a whole like really upsets me it's yeah, like because wasn't it like a real background of but then cgi dinosaurs it felt like that it, it looked like real rocks and stuff yeah it is one of those movies that i think is notorious and if it's not it should be for being computer animation in like a transitional time where it's uncomfortable yeah it's like un- it makes me uncomfortable to look at it, it it made me feel like how like you know how people get the heebie-jeebies about the polar express people yeah 
it's like that but the people are lizards so it's a little I, comfortable <laughs> i bet all of these movies came out like within the same three years but it's like trying trying to do like computer animation on like a, a windows 98 right but like a bug's life came out a year after this i feel like and it is worlds better <clears throat> uh, it uh, it a million percent is i don't know what's wrong with me i mean the world is in current turmoil this so we're recording this the day after the slap and um for context for context because so you know where we're at mentally because <laughs> i can't tell you how much that's going to come up in this story i had to call out of work today. <laughs> <laughs> i i mean i specifically like a co-worker who does not work in town was like in town visiting uh family members she worked in the office today and i I, it took me everything Emmy was like, what do you think about the slack? Because I'm like, I will not be talking about this out loud all day. Yeah. I, the, it was the first thing I brought up. We were, do, we did new <laughs> hire orientation today and I run new hire orientation. And I uh-huh. usually start with like, tell us about yourself, where you're from, what team you're joining and a fun fact about you. And I'll open with like, how was everyone's weekend? And I had to talk about it to somebody. I was like, <laughs> I was like hey, everybody. So what do we all think about that slap? And these new <laughs> hires who I've never met joining our company are like, <laughs> I can't believe it. Or like, good Joe, oh my God, what would you do? Um, but that, I don't know if that, there's just so many things happening in the world. I'm so humiliated with how hard I cried through multiple points of this movie. No you way. Did. I cried. I was, <laughs> I was gonna cry and like, we both cry easily uh, at movies. Yeah, like, we, I'm a crier. I'm like, a crier too, sure. I love it. But, but I, I did not, I did not find it in me to cry in this movie. This one did not take me there. And I will I, say, I usually am a little disconnected with anim- fully animated stuff. Oh yeah, I am. I get. I that. mean, I, like, I didn't know that after I grew up. I don't know. Like any other adult, I fucking yeah. cry. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, and I'm a big crier too. But I don't know what the fuck came over me. I couldn't get over how sad this movie is. Okay, like, it is very sad. It's, like I didn't feel the sadness like in my chest. Like, I was distraught when well, there was one point when like the when Ema when she was like sad about the water not being there and like she yeah. was like going to lay down and I was like that was really like I felt the sadness I just didn't cry you know oh, no 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 I I do think I'm going through something I think I'm emotionally okay. stable right now because um, okay. <laughs> I was truly like what is going and I was also like working while I watched this movie. Okay. Like answering yeah. emails, but also like crying. Oh, <laughs> I do that when I watch Survivor at work. <laughs> a lot of it for me was that I did not love our main character, Aladar. Yeah, Aladar is I like, I just I didn't A, okay, A he was boring. B, yeah. he didn't have any flaws. So like there was like I didn't see a single I didn't see a character arc for him. Like he was always the He's like a good guy. Like, he was like, he was like the sweetheart. He was like Pangea's sweetheart of like the whole like situation. Like he was just everybody's favorite little boy, you yeah. know? Yeah. And also like, oh, so anyway, all right, let's get into this um plot. Cause not a lot happens, but this is a <laughs> a, a long Wikipedia for some reason. Um <laughs> and also there's a ton of like full Latin dinosaur names 
here. Mm -hmm. I know about four and I looked up one in preparation to this because I knew I knew it when I was little. Unsurprisingly, Alec was a dinosaur kid. So yeah, I was like, that is so on brand crap. for you, Alec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, like, dinosaurs <laughs> and also puffins, you know, the ones that look the same. I love puffins. They're like, they were like my favorite animal growing up. I did multiple projects. <laughs> Addison, what kind of kid were you? If you had to give yourself a, like a, oh. a, a brand, what kind of kid were you? Ooh, Ooh, I was, and I don't think this is any better in any way, but I was a theater kid. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, wait, I yeah. you were a soft kid. Oh, are we talking animal? We're talking young. It doesn't need to be animals, but- Oh, oh you that... know what? No, no, no. Okay, I take it back. I was a monkey kid. I love, I have big ears that like stick out and I, I like, it, it, I, in my defense <laughs> to like not get made fun of for it, I like owned it as like my personality thing. So I only yeah. wore like Paul Frank sweatshirts. I literally <laughs> signed my emails. I made an ad, I, ma I, ma I made up an adverb. I would sign them monkly Addy. <laughs> my email address was lilmonkey44. Like that was my thing. That was young me. So I was, I was in my monkey era for sure. Well, this is perfect. This movie is perfect <laughs> for us then because I was a space kid. I thought I wanted to Ooh. go to space. I loved space. <laughs> and a little chunk of space falls right into this movie and sets the party off. And we got dinosaurs like and we got my comments, what we're calling it. Hey, Hi. Comment. Um, I wanted to be an astronaut until I went to uh, the Pittsburgh Science Center. And I did that thing that I always saw in the NASA uh, space camp commercials where you like put your things in and it twists you around. And I got motion sick and I threw up all over the people who are waiting to go after me. And then I just knew I couldn't be an astronaut. Like my 10 year old yeah, no brain way. was like, I can't cut it. <laughs> I tell you something. I'll never make it in space. <laughs> I went to NASA space camp when I was in the fourth grade. Okay. That is a story for another time. Cause if we start talking about it now, this podcast will be n about nothing other than what <laughs> I missed out on at space camp. Well, just so you know that, that ride that you went on could have been worse. A kid in my grade went on it. Uh, his testicles got twisted together. Died. Oh, testicular no. torsion. <laughs> There's a name. I, yes, my, one of my very him. good friends has had it happen to him. So what happened? Did they have to like... They removed one. He left oh. early, told... Uh, they removed one? They had to remove one because they were just together. So um, we didn't know any of this that happened like at the time. So we were all like... The kid got a hernia. He has to go home. Name. No, I already do on John's Dox podcast. <laughs> I fully do this. Yeah, Doc says like, Everybody from my high school who listens to this is like, okay, we know who this motherfucker is. Um, um, yeah, they're like, he got a hernia. And we're like, oh no. And then he told me in the bathroom uh, when we got back, um, like it was after space camp. And he was like, I didn't actually do that. This is what happened. And then I told everybody. It was like a whole thing. So like, it's actually a very connected story. Well, that's the thing is you can't tell somebody anything and expect it to be a secret. I don't know why it takes fourth grade, like, but also like yeah. in general, I, I feel this way about secrets. If you tell one person, it's on you. Like a yeah. secret you need to keep with you forever because it's in human nature for us to just be like, fight it as much as you possibly can, but then also need to say like, like so-and-so has a secret twin that lives in Montana. Yeah. If it was not a secret, you would not have told me. If you're telling secrets, it's something you actually do want people to know subconsciously. Right. You know, yeah. you want it off your chest, which is why you're yeah. saying it. And Moral story, to... we're trustworthy. All three of us. <laughs> All three of us, you can tell us anything. We're vault <laughs> <laughs> <Baltimore> of secrets. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this plot. Yes. A Carnotaurus, which I don't even know if it's a real animal. It looked familiar. Attacks a mixed species herd of dinosaurs, destroying an iguanodon nest before killing a young female uh, Pachyrhinosaurus? 
Jose cool. Carnotaurus does look familiar. Never heard. I don't think I've ever heard that word. When they yeah. they kept saying Carnotaurus, I'm like, is Tyrannosaurus like copyrighted? Because that's what I thought I was looking. Because at. they did have the little arms, the T Rex arms, which made me think like that's what it was modeled after. Right. But I, I I'm not. I wasn't a dinosaur kid, so I don't know. I, I think this was in one of the sequels for Jurassic Park, which is why I know it. Okay. Okay. Because that would be the only, all of my oh, research on dinosaurs is yeah. done through Jurassic Park. One thing about the opening is that, okay, was it not the exact same parallel of an opening as Finding Nemo? Yeah. It, it was, was the exact parent, same. Yeah. One little baby oh, left. A, a Disney movie needs to start off with. Ripping your heart out. Or like from the 90s to like the early to essentially 2010s yeah you need to orphan the main character immediately (laughs) if it's not an orphan it's not a disney movie no (laughs) and i also thought whenever that that uh carnotaurusosaurus whenever it ate that other dinosaur on camera i thought that was so much for a child to see okay i did too but i will say and something that i commend this movie for is they did all that without ever showing actual blood which i don't know how they got away with it yeah i knew exactly i i saw a dinosaur eat somebody but i also saw it doing that without bloodshed happening he bites the moment he bites into him it turns to like a dust cloud. dust it was dust yeah and i was like oh it was go ahead I was going to say my very first note that I wrote down dinosaur notes was quite violent right off the bat. It was so violent. I was like, Oh my God. So and then that, that d- dinosaur egg, which the whole time looked like uh, a Chipotle burrito. Potato. Oh my God, uh, I thought it was rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I it, thought it was like a potato. <laughs> I couldn't believe how far it got. It was so comical on how like, it's oh, like going down the river and a dinosaur would be like, like pass it down. Like that baby in Kung Pao, enter the fist. It was so So then the Rube Goldberg to cross Pangea. Yeah. So this whole, this baby gets like, this dinosaur egg gets like tossed around. It gets picked up by a, um, a pterodactyl and then dropped on an island. Which is what was going to happen. Like, I was going to, I was like, a pterodactyl is going to come in. When I saw it get in the river, I was like, pterodactyl is going to swoop it out of the river. Has Did it to. immediately. You're so smart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, listen to how uh, Wikipedia describes it. A lone surviving iguanodon egg is stolen by smaller predators and after a series of mishaps is dropped on an island inhabited by prehistoric lemurs, which I don't think exist. I looked this up. Like when were lemurs started, and they it gave like some historic time that was ten million years after the dinosaurs were extinct. I'm part of me feels like I'm sure they would not put this in a movie if it was not true and happening. So I just have to trust. Yeah. Those, but I also couldn't find anywhere where prehistoric lemurs existed. New lemur just dropped. I do not know. <laughs> I was just like. It was just some kind of monkey. I didn't even think it was a lemur. It was because lemurs have the stripes. I'm thinking of meerkats. Never mind. You are. I really am. Are you thinking of Zabumafu? I was thinking of meerkat manor. Oh, okay. On the animal planet. Yeah, there's no, I get, anyway. So it, it dropped onto a thing of lemurs. The lemurs raise him as their own. And um, they get to be this big, happy family union. Several years later, a fully grown Aladar watches the lemurs take part in a mating ritual in which uh Fleos, awkward teenager wait 
in which Fleos's awkward teenage brother Zini, who is also oh, the problematic misogynist. Yeah, probably. I didn't learn any of their names. I and, it is hard. Yeah, um, is unsuccessful. So this moment is the first moment I cried. I was so sad that he was on this island and he was never going to find anybody. And I'm not even a romantic person when it comes to movies. I always find like romantic storylines to be like so boring. Something about him being alone on that island made me so sad for him. Oh my God. Uh, okay. I don't know why. I was like, oh. I'll never tell you're going through something, Devin. But that part was not one of the parts that made me sad. <laughs> I don't know. Because he was being like, get back here, girl. <laughs> monkey ass yeah. <laughs> oh no not not the uh, the lonely monkey no he's talking about aladar aladar oh i'm so stupid uh, no no you're not oh, fuck that monkey like, fuck that monkey but that still i, thought, I, I still thought you were talking about the monkey who like didn't get chosen i was like devin no. he was, like yeah he's rude. the worst he's like where <laughs> herpes originated like I mean, <laughs> okay. that mon- he's like monkey std number one never mind yeah i actually felt for aladar too because i'm like he literally has no species he's literally just this thing that's going to live and die alone yes it was yeah. just i i read too deep into it because like i was like oh a movie about someone who's like the only one of their species and how low, like what's he gonna fuck one of these monkeys? That's never gonna happen. <laughs> That's so <laughs> sad, right? And his tiny little arms are too, t- uh, no, he had big arms, never mind. No, he had fine arms, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, his, uh, his arms no, were fine. <laughs> Alec, I forget about which dinosaur, but Alec, was it Aladar, Alec? I think it was Crone. Oh, Alec <laughs> made a comment. Alec sexualized Crone when we were watching, and I just need to say it. I need to I need to have my piece with that. I also sexualized Nira. I was like, she, I, I was agreeing with the rude monkey. I was like, she is thick. <laughs> <laughs> she did she, when she waddled her fat ass away and after calling him a jerkosaurus i was like okay yeah she could get it's it there like they did it <laughs> the good fucking doctor yeah. <laughs> i was sexualizing that one dinosaur who's like supposed to be a dog i guess on the an- ankylosaurus that's the one that i had to look up that was my favorite animal growing up. Its tail looks like hot girl's mace. And so I always like really liked it when I was a kid. And for some reason, it was the only one that's a dog. That is so funny to me. Like what happened? Could not talk? Like yeah. why? At first it was like all the, I could tell, I was like, okay, the meat eating dinosaurs are like, it was very Zootopia. I was like, they're, yeah. they've gone savage and they're like eating other dinosaurs. But the ones who all eat plants are talking. It's like, that makes sense. But then there's this dog thrown in there. And I'm like, I know, I don't yeah. really know how that works. And I was pissed. But then yeah. I was happy. <laughs> like, cute. one of the, the other dinosaurs makes um, a comment about like, oh, he warmed up to you quick. Like, he doesn't normally get along with anybody. I'm like, I don't think anybody gets along with him. Like, he's <laughs> at the back of this herd for a reason. He's drooling on everyone. <laughs> He's a dog. He's absolutely uncivilized. Also, okay, like, yes, so there's a dog in here, which is like dinosaurs, there's no dogs. Can we talk about how the Dame Judy Dench dinosaur, and I know that wasn't who played her, but that's Joan Plowright. That's who I thought it was. Had a British accent. Yeah. I <laughs> know British her accent from dinosaur. I know her from being Mrs. Wilson in on Brandon Dennis Down. the Menace. Oh, she is. I know you weren't about to say bringing down the house with uh, Queen Latifah and. Uh, yeah, she's she's the queen. She is the she's the one she was. <laughs> she's oh, Queen Latifah. She said, "I do believe I'm stoned." At the very end, you know what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> that's literally Joan Flonride. That is the lady who plays at Brontosaurus. You talked about it when in the document. You, you should watch this too. I feel like I haven't told you about it. I don't know. I definitely haven't told you about it, Devin. Um, have you ever seen uh, Tea with Dames? It's, no. it's this lady, um, Maggie Smith, uh, Judy Dench, who <laughs> Addie thinks is in this movie. And then also- um, She is. Have you ever seen Wonder Woman with Amanda Bynes? Um, no. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have, I have, I have. Yes, yes. The the grandma, the 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 grandma in the palace and that, the one who's okay. like hunting with the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the four of them all just having tea bitching about being in the industry for like 60 plus year because they're all just old british women who have been in movies since they were like in their teens or 20s yeah and they all just have so many stories and it's a good old kiki they're all just like i need to watch it it's really good it's called tea with dames i think it's on hulu it's it's a very fun watch but uh the brontosaurus from dinosaurus and this i do think jane duty Dench played the dog though <laughs> and I'm not gonna in look real life for the movie. And, uh, he is in this movie. I will die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this, so they do this mating ritual. I get really sad and I cry at my computer. Then moments after the ritual ends, they're interrupted by a meteor crashing into Earth, creating creating an explosion of shockwaves that destroy the island. This part was once again I fucking weeping because i'm unhinged and also i was like this guy like this we're showing like i couldn't help but thinking how sad this would be to watch as a child which is probably why it didn't do well yeah it's like before you even know him his first family is destroyed and then the fucking meteor was wild was that the big bang or that was just yeah. a random that was the big bang but i thought the big that was bang, like destroyed all yeah. of them or was I that think... just a random ass meteor so yeah. no 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 i think that was the one that destroyed them all i do think that like and i just looked this up not too long ago i don't think that the the meteor that killed the dinosaurs was like well first of all this is not accurate <laughs> this movie is not accurate okay um, but I think it it doesn't just kill them all in like one fell swoop. I think it makes the the earth uninhabitable so that like not yeah, enough suffered? like not enough dinosaurs can then procreate to keep it going. Like yeah. they slowly die over two generations. Which then like when they find this like euphoria of place my logical adult brain couldn't help but think like when the soot starts to settle the atmosphere, you're never going to get rain and you're all going to starve to death here. Oh, <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was crying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you're thinking about it a little too logically. <laughs> no, matter where they, no matter where they go, they're all dead. I'm, I'm looking up if lemurs existed in the prehistoric times. I'm like, did they talk? Well, also, like, they all would have had to immediately start fucking. So, like... Yeah. And it was a just awkward, you know. Also, everybody they ever met died in in one fell swoop. And that little baby lemur was like, "They're all dead." Hayden oh, Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere is who that <laughs> no! was. No, yeah. that was Hayden. You mean young Hayden? Hayden no. Yeah. <laughs> the type. That is like I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first Read of all, it I, and weep. Okay, first of all, I just looked it up and it said Hayden Pettitier and boyfriend Brian Hickerson get in massive brawl at the bar. <laughs> what? Wow. From three like, days ago. Wait, what? 
<laughs> thank thank God the slap happened, or this would be all we were talking about. <laughs> Saved by the slap. It happened two days before, but we were gonna wait. Okay. Well, if anybody's listening, <laughs> yeah, don't bring this up till after the Oscars. <laughs> and also, he's like six nine, and she's four eleven. Is she really? What she's she's so, so tiny. She's five foot even. Mm. Oh, wild. Okay, so back to this thing. Um, so then, uh, it crashes, shockwave, yada, yada, yada. Aladar and Yara's family flee across the sea to the mainland. Uh, being the only survivors, they mourn the others before moving on. While crossing a burnt wasteland, they are attacked by velociraptors. Those, those were not velociraptors. Is that how big velociraptors <laughs> were? <laughs> I should have done more research before I can't. Okay, we're, we're just going to have to trust it. No, I thought raptors are like velociraptors are like no velociraptors are the small ones that run really fast, like in the Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, so I don't mean to be laughing. No, but like you are, and it's no, rude. I know. They <laughs> <laughs> have wings. I'm like, they weren't supposed to. Uh, but okay. No, they 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 they're like the very fast ones. Like ones that are super scary in Jurassic Park. They like overtake the lab and everything. Those are velociraptors, and they're like. Yeah, but in Jurassic Park, they're like four foot tall. These things looked like they were like a like you could put them in your sock drawer. Do you know in Jurassic Park three where they go to the island and a little young girl, probably Hayden Pettitier, gets killed by all those dinosaurs that are on the beach? That actually scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. I'm not even kidding. That movie, that part of that movie, scared me a lot. I thought these were those guys. I don't really know what the scale is because there's not a human there. Okay, well, fuck these dinosaurs. So we go. So the velociraptors are chasing. Tiny velociraptors are chasing him. They escaped by. Uh, yeah, I guess these. The Alador could be like as big as a, like a Subaru for all we know. Um, they escaped <laughs> by joining a multi-species herd of dinosaur refugees. <laughs> Headache. <laughs> oh my god, dinosaur refugees. <laughs> I don't know why that's so. No, they, they, they were refugees. There's like a lot. They of, were. There's like a lot of like post war mentality going on with these. Dinosaurs. <laughs> really me out. It's like this is a crisis. This is like it really was, but seeing it written down oh. is so. Funny. <laughs> oh. Okay, so dinosaur refugees are heading to communal nesting grounds, falling. Uh, Following Iguanodon herd leader Kron, they retreat to the end of the line and befriend the um, Ima and Earl, who acts like a dog, it's put right here, <laughs> and her equally elderly friend, Baleen, the Hatch. only Brachiosaurus in the group. When they said Baleen's the last of her species, that also fucking killed me. See, that made me sad because I was, I was like, oh, she's so, but then I was like, yeah, she's kind of old. She wasn't really, I mean, she wasn't going to save them. Oh yeah, no, no, no. she can't. But that, her. like, to know that she's like, she's like, well, I guess it dies with me. How oh, unfortunate. Uh, Ima is famous uh, musician Della Reese, who I've always heard her name, but I've never heard her speak, and now I have, which I was happy for this movie for introducing me to that. <laughs> I have to. I knew I had heard her before. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, she was like touched by an angel or something. What was that show she was on? I don't know. Latrice did her for Snatch Game and uh, All Stars Four. <laughs> that's why they they travel for days without water to um 
uh, and then they stumble upon this lake that is dried the hell up. Kron orders the herd to move on. And Don't like, go real ahead. quick with the lake. So they're like getting to the lake and like we're almost there. And then Baleen, Dame Judy Dench, Dench, was like, we're almost there. But she is fully like 50 feet taller than all the rest of these dinosaurs. <laughs> she could have seen over that crest where she was yeah. standing from the back of the line and it was like this is empty like i do not see water <laughs> in the horizon so she's just like watch she's like we're almost to it but like she fully saw like yeah she just I, doesn't I want to break the bad news i, I won't suspend my yeah. disbelief to think that she didn't see it because she knows i yeah. mean i'm merely a bystander in this whole process and i knew that there wasn't going to be any water <laughs> we also <laughs> i called it and i wasn't water. even there like okay it, it was i wouldn't even call it a twist because it was so obviously going to happen. yeah it was like, like, Bailey, like oh they Bailey. found a lake in the first 30 minutes sure yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> Also, like you said, survive. It's, it's an arid wasteland everywhere else, but like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That rock formation is holding on to a lot of water. I yeah. love the idea that Baleen just like doesn't want to be the one that breaks the bad news. So she's yeah. like a hundred feet away. And then when they arrive, she's like, oh, no. Away. Oh my God. No one could have ever predicted this. Oh, this is sad for all of us equally right now. It sucks so bad. I, I, the shock is setting in for me for sure for me for, for, for me baleen <laughs> so then uh, crone is an absolute a-hole and orders them to keep moving and then essentially says like half of these people are going to die but the strong will live yeah it was like yeah it was a very the what was i was trying to describe the movie to my boyfriend i was like the theme of it is like like the whole issue is that the strong survive and the weak perish. I was like, that is the main conflict. Yeah. And Just... also like you're backed by science. <laughs> like, unfortunately, <laughs> literally it's, Darwin's theory. It's not heartwarming, but that is how this like, will actually work. And okay. And to, and to like, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second. So these like crone and like the strong ones were... <laughs> Crone is such a villain name too. I know Crone it sounds such. so robotic to me too. Like I am Crone, you know, <laughs> like I'm a robot, like a transformer, but <laughs> they were like, they were like pushing this, this theory of like, yes, Darwinism, like the strong survive, but like in the time when that was literally true, yeah, they yeah. were also the villains for it. And I'm like, yeah. like I don't have a point. Like, and Alan, I was like, what if we used our brains though? And, and then Alan we're all Dorf, watching, like, you don't Alan have Dorf. brains. <laughs> Alan Dor, first of all. <laughs> because you know why I say that? Because the whole time I was watching this movie, all I could think was Aladar would be, and this is so cringe, I'm gonna say this, but Aladar would be a Gryffindor. Which yeah. is like, and I'm not even like I don't, I don't like often compare exactly. people into houses, but like that's who he I was. Does <laughs> no, I'm a recent Harry Potter adult. Exactly. So it's and the it's, mind. it's not it's new. And so I just <laughs> I, I just feel like his his optimism was it wasn't it didn't it didn't fit in that time era. So honestly, I I don't know. It, it yeah, <laughs> I mean they they are being chased by something that's right. Like carnivore is in its name. Yeah. So yes. You can't get too mad at somebody who's like, yeah, they're gonna slow us down, and then we're all gonna get eaten. <laughs> Like, we like can't I'm go, gonna I'm gonna hang back with the oldies. Okay, with, you're gonna die. I like can't go with Della today. I'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna I'm gonna, not gonna live. Yeah, me and James Duty Dench are gonna get our asses whooped back here. Yeah, who's like, like worried about being polite? There she said yeah. something at one point where she's like, the, she's like, you will not this And I was like, what lady? We're in survival times. The moon just hit the earth. 
What are you talking about? You have not built up my She said something along the lines of one time, like, where it was like, um, uh, uh, you've given hope to an old woman like me for no reason. And I just was like, well, lady, we're going to die. <laughs> there was at one point where Emo just like was on the ground. And he was like, get up. You can't let them get you. I'm like, just let them get her. She <laughs> is laying down. She's going to get to the nesting grounds and perish anyway. It's like... <laughs> So then the rest of the herd follow suit and Kron's sister, Nira, impressed by hey, Aladar's good night. Mm-hmm. Good doctor. <laughs> <laughs> impressed by Aladar's compassion, begins to grow closer to him while Kron fears uh, uh while Kron fears he wants to take over. That did not come across to me. I just felt like Kron was like, this guy's a waste of everybody's time and he's gonna get us all killed. Um he didn't seem particularly threatened. I think I don't know. He probably was just like, why don't you think like everybody else? But I don't think he like it scared him. I think he was just annoyed that he was uh, like trying to stand up to him or like interfere with his plans. Right. Yeah. Oh, wait, We can we mention the funniest line? Um, I already they, know, please. When they meet the di- when they see the dinosaur the first time, Hayden Pantier goes, look at all the Aladars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you might. I thought you were going to say what she says. No, Jimmy, that's a Jerkosaurus. Oh, my and then she like <laughs> stomps over the th- and like, she shakes her fat ass and uh, walks away. Which she'll never get this. Do. <laughs> which I love. I loved. I hate to see That's you go, but I love to watch her walk away. <laughs> oh, so meanwhile, two Carnotauruses, which are so, the T Rexes, they, they're T Rexes. They are. Yeah. Um, or we could call them carnies, I guess. But also, they never mention anybody else's species, but the Carnotaurus. The Carnot- yeah, the Carnotauruses are the only ones they because they're like afraid of them. Kron's, okay, this, the fucking <laughs> dinosaur names, Altirahinus, A-L-T-I-R-H-I-N-U-S, which, by the way, just looked like another Iguanodon. Um, but anyway, his Lieutenant Bruton reports mm-hmm. the approaching predators after surviving attack during a scouting mission. Kron quickly ushers the herd away from the lake, deliberately leaving Bruton Aladar, the lemurs, and the elderly dinosaurs behind. The group takes shelter in a cave as night falls, but the predators catch up to them and attack. Bruton sacrifices his life to cause a cave-in that kills one of the uh, the T-Rexes, forcing the survivors to retreat. Yes. Once again, the death in this movie is, is violent, mm-hmm. often, and disturbing. Yes, and well, I, I also mentioned, I, not mentioned, but like when somebody's making room in a cave, they're gonna get smashed by a falling rock. Absolutely, it's just how the story goes. They, oh, this door's blocked. There's a way past it. We gotta all run into it. We gotta mm-hmm. put enough force on it to move the rocks. Somebody's getting smashed by a big rock by the end of that task. Yeah. It is the it is the give for what you get. And to piggyback off of what Alec just said, as soon as two unlikely friends come together, one of them is going to die. So there's that too, you know. Also, not that's, to that's why I haven't made a friend in years. I will not be <laughs> yeah, because I'll be the I one will that dies. Not, be yeah. caught. <laughs> not to go back real quick, but when Baleen finds the water in the lake, um, can we talk real quick about how the monkey says, I knew I always liked thick girls? Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> and I, and, 
then both times me and Eddie watched it, we scream left and we were like, why? That, 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 uh, that lemur, if that's what we're going to call it, (laughs) that one, like raunchy, horny lemur reminds me of, have you, you all have seen love actually? Yeah. Yes. The the British guy that goes to Wisconsin. Oh my gosh, to sleep with girls. He is the that ugliest. he is that he, guy. Yeah. Because he and then we'll get to guy. it in the end too. He gets his whole arc. He gets like Yeah. The lady what? lemurs in the end. Oh my god, that is literally who he is. I know. I was like that's that guy. <laughs> This is a multiverse movie, and this is that <laughs> that same story told in a different universe. This is <laughs> this is part of the love the, the love actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is a story that lives through time. What they Paladar don't tell you, the little drummer, the drummer kid. <laughs> <laughs> what they. <laughs> <laughs> what they don't show you is the storyline of Kron and um, Love Actually. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they just they cut it for time. I always no, felt like something a, was Snape. missing. <laughs> it was thrown from dinosaur. Yeah, he is. He's definitely Alan. He, he's absolutely Alan Rickman. Yeah. In it. And he <laughs> was probably Emma Thompson. Oh, oh my God. That's Bailey. sad as fuck. I hate that part of the story. It, it's sad. It's so like, sad. That's like I art. honestly don't love that movie because Emma Thompson's one of my favorite actresses. And the fact that she has to have a shitty storyline in it, even though she's amazing in it. She's so she's good. I was like, she's the best one in it. She's the best one. That's it's the most compelling movie. story. But because she gets the raw dog end of the stick, I just can't watch it. Ugh. I hate seeing bad things happen to actors. I like in movies. I actually really get that. Even though it's just to their characters. Yeah, like, I it can't was- separate. <laughs> uh, so the group takes shelter. They they kill this one guy because um, they run into these rocks. Then the group ventures deeper into the cave, but they reach a dead end. Though Aladar briefly loses hope. Baleen, this is where she goes all like, she grows boss. Yeah, she uses her strength to smash through the wall and they arrive in the nesting ground on the other side. Ema notices that the landslide has blocked off their usual entrance to the valley. So Aladar rushes off to warn Kron and finds him trying to lead the herd over the landslide, unaware of the sheer drop off on the other side. Okay, yes. so okay. Oh. this was confusing to me too, because it didn't look like a sheer drop off on the other side. It just looked like rocks the same as like the ones they were climbing. It looked like rocks. There's a couple of issues. Uh, first, Aldar got really dark right before uh, Baleen smashed the wall. He said, maybe we didn't deserve to survive. And I was like, what a weird thing to say. Yeah. Such an animated movie. <laughs> um, okay, but, but maybe that was his arc, though. It had to have been. Because this whole time I've been thinking he didn't have an arc. Like, I guess so. I and like, I guess that was the maybe one moment he wasn't hopeful that like. It was true. And it was truly 10 seconds long. That's all we got for him. He was a too far guy. He was one note. Um, I'll say it. But, but <laughs> he goes to warn Crone and Kron or whoever and the rest. Um, it takes him roughly 15 minutes to walk across the entire island yeah and, and i know and it wasn't even like editing like they could have done the thing in lion king where they like w- where simba to mona pumba like walk across the wood and you see like the sun come by and like days pass uh-huh. you know time has passed they did none of that he like jogged there and was and like as time was closing and it was infuriating i was like that is these things do not move fast that is like a day-long journey what how yeah. 
What? Do, what? If the, the camera would have zoomed out from like the inside of the cave to where Crone, it's like right around the corner. <laughs> it's like, they're actually just like there's a wall separating them. Like, it's like why didn't you guys try the cave? Yeah. <laughs> just, guys, just literally come around here. It's right here. Like, so wild. It's like <laughs> so. It's a thing that I've noticed with. Okay, so I just finished watching Search Party, mm-hmm. and it happens at the end of Search Party too. The main characters go meet the last one like while they're right right before they're about to do something bad so far away from where they originally start out like it would take them hours to get there but they seem to get there just in time and i get that it's because it's a movie and because it's like hollywood but um it is actually infuriating to me the timing of it i was like just make it i don't just tell me time passed and also time passed before like the world ended so i so it all makes sense yeah it's troubling the other thing that I didn't like about this moment was at this point, I was not crying anymore. I was kind of um, like zoned out. <laughs> I was uh, over them. <laughs> yeah. Cause I also didn't care that they went back to get Kron because I just felt like fuck Kron. I mean, it's good that they got the rest of the people. He went in I, Nira. Yeah. He had to I know. Mm-hmm. This is the part that was frustrating to me and I completely get it. Kron starts, so they get in this huge fight about what they should do. Aladar says, like, we can go in a safer way and they get. Um, uh, they get in a little bit of an altercation, like a little bit of a fight. And um, it's the slap. And then Kron fights Aladar, taking, <laughs> taking Aladar's warning as a challenge to his leadership until Nira, fed up with Kron's illogical behavior, intervenes. Realizing Kron's selfishness and recklessness, the herd follows Aladar while Kron stubbornly tries to climb the rocks himself. So then the T-Rex arrives and they have what, can only be, I guess, interpreted as like a, what you would tell someone to do if a bear was coming, like make themselves bigger and make loud noise. They weren't really a threat to the T-Rex and there wasn't anything there that they could do to like prevent him from truly taking one of their heads off. But just because there were so many of them, like a flash mob, the T-Rex kind of backed into a wall. Not just not a regular mob. <laughs> they were a flash mob. No, no, yeah, they were. When he rounded the corner, he was like, "Oh, cool, a food court." And then one just "Marry You" by Bruno Mars comes on. <laughs> uh, so that was like kind of weird. And then when he's does what is inevitable, and you could see he's like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll go get the the villain." The sister then all of a sudden is like, oh, we have to go save him. We're like, what do you... There would be a part in there where Kron was like, oh, I should get off this rock or choose to die. And it, it just... Uh, I, this is where I was like, okay, we're forcing some sort of like caring conflict here. And then none of them... He doesn't even make it out of it. It was so annoying. This whole section with the T-Rex and the dance mom was so annoying to me. <laughs> the dance mom? <laughs> oh, so yeah, mad. The, the, that brother and sister bond that they betray nobody else seems to have family here yeah like yeah. i was like apparently all family is chosen in the in the prehistoric world except for theirs like all of yeah. a sudden it's my brother we can't leave him like when when did when were you scarlett johansson like when you can you can go get them also or, they don't have like a brother sister vibe they have like a cult leader and a yeah victim no vibe. totally they do not look like the same dinosaur even no, uh, and, and you know, like they're not because that's the issue. That's actually the issue I meant to bring up with this movie at the beginning. The main characters don't look any different than like the side dinosaurs that they have. So then they, when they would zoom out on all the dinosaurs, I like 
do not know which ones Alad are. Yeah, except for the fact that he has yeah. the monkeys on his back, but they well, all look the same. And the Nira's thing- pink, which yeah. yeah, gendered. She's literally like baby pink. <laughs> That's why I was confused in this bio where it says that his lieutenant Bruton is a different type of dinosaur. I was like, they all look the same to me. Bruton and Crone, I thought, were like the same. I so did I, but he's not. He's an Altirahinesis. <laughs> okay. Honestly, me Don't too. Never call me that again. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, so this is a a, a genus of iguanodon. Genus. Oh my god. Iguana. Okay. Okay. Oh, I thought I, if I clicked on it, it would pronounce it to me in my ears, but it did not. Outer Highness, or whatever it is, is which translate to, translates to high snout, I guess, in Latin. Ooh. Oh my genus? God. Aileen's nostrils were on her forehead, was fierce. <laughs> 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 I was like, I want to make like sure. Between that. her eyes. <laughs> they were. Uh, you never have nostrils on your forehead. <laughs> Is a genus of iguanodontian ornithopod dinosaur from the early Cretaceous period. Oh, God bless Brutus, Bruton. Um, so then the hungry Cartatorius arrives and they they have the dance, Bob. He goes up and Alador manages to push. Wait, no, 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 no. The uh, T Rex is frightened off and pursues Kron instead. Alador and Nier, Nira rush to save him but fail to get there in time. Alador manages to push the Carnotaurus over the sheer drop to its death he and nira mourn Kron, then lead the herd to the nesting ground sometime later a new generation of dinosaur and hatches among them aladar and nira's children and the lemur find more of their kind did they push the tyrannosaurus rex over the ledge into the nesting grounds that's the sheer drop makes me think so. that's why i was like did they literally push him to where they were going like he would have had to die i mean i guess that, so but like, like what if he didn't yeah. <laughs> that would suck he just goes immediately for bailey and I'm like, yeah oh, like no like bailey oh and Emma just die like, still the first to die. Oh, like, no. it kills all their friends and family Aladar's like sorry yeah. <laughs> so sorry you guys <laughs> <laughs> And then that brings us to the end of the movie where he they have like little babies and they've been trying to push this plot that he's really good with kids. Oh my God. She at the very beginning, like when they first met, she was like, you're good with kids. And I'm like, I didn't get that. Well, I was interested in that line. Yeah, I was like, he's not even met another dinosaur before. So how do you know what he's doing? Does he even with? know what he's called? Does he even know what he is? No, they because they've never seen anything like it. They call him a monster when they find him. Yeah. He is. <laughs> morally yeah that's what i mean <laughs> he also they wrote that line where he's like um you're so good with kids and it was very much like a mom trying to get their child to have grandchildren vibes Ooh, but it was yeah. when they were on the island and she's also saying like he's never gonna find anybody because like nobody looks like him did anyone else think that Ema and the elder man Lemur were going to get together? Yeah, they were hinting at it. Was that hinted at in the end? Did that happen? I can't imagine. I hope there was an egg or something. It's like the most deformed <laughs> it, egg it ever. Like a tiny, <laughs> like, like golem. Like and, a furry and, egg. Yeah, on the outside, yeah. <laughs> like, huh. With a tail. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right. So we've reached the end of the movie. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that we want to bring up that we thought was funny, weird, or stupid? Um, no, I mean, no, okay. honestly. No, it just uh, like- I said a stampede would be so scary. I think we all knew that, though. Um, um, I said that. I will say that are- with that stampede, he that's when Aladar started to lose me. Because I was like, move bitch get out the way like what like yeah. he's moving so yeah. slow he's getting trampled by like multiple dinosaurs and he's like oh stampede oh and then uh <laughs> baleen nearly like crushes his whole family and he just sits under her she yeah. like waddles around him yeah he, he excuse me for <laughs> someone who was like born out of a stampede essentially like i <laughs> doesn't really make any sense to me that it wasn't like genetic for him to like get the fuck out of the way you know <laughs> um, yeah the only other thing i had was that the dance off to get the tyrannosaurus rex to leave uh looked like a haka and i was like this seems insensitive <laughs> wait like a what <laughs> like a new zealand haka like that oh <laughs> that's what that's dance. called i was like yeah. they're supposed to do that though so it's kind of offensive the dinosaurs were doing it the only thing yeah. that i wrote down that we didn't talk about was that there were so many um, anti-carnivore undertones in this. In this. It was Zootopia. <laughs> and I guess we kind of did touch on that, but like when we first watched this movie last week, I had literally made us steak and we were like eating steak as we watched it and they were like, ugh, carnivores. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry my- that I, I'm not into plants. Yeah, sorry I'm literally <laughs> the fittest and the survival of the fittest. Like, grow up. <laughs> So my fault. Your ass is so I delicious. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it for me. Oh well, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give this film? And comparing it to regular movies. Do we mean non-Disney or like? Yeah, like sometimes people are like, oh, well, I mean, get, do whatever you want. Who really cares? Uh, but sometimes people will be like, as a Disney movie, I'll give it like a seven. But as a real movie, I'd give it a three. I'm like, I want the real score. I would give it an even five. That's literally what I was just thinking I, too. I can't be like, it's on the bottom half of movies because I don't think it's that, but also I'm yeah. like, it's not, I can't say it's like redeemingly good. Can I be honest too? I'm not a movie critic. Like I love, like I just, I, I watch a movie and every time I'm like, they did it. Like they made this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. good. Like so yeah. many people came together to make this. Yeah. But I still give this one a five. Yeah. I I I don't think the main character was the main character. And mm-hmm. I yeah, that did that didn't that didn't keep me in it. It took me on a journey, which I appreciated. I will say the plot itself was structurally sound. Like we yeah. had all the plot points correctly, you know, the dominoes fell. Mm-hmm. But it was the characters for me that didn't do it for me. <laughs> it was the characters for me. It was the characters for me. <laughs> it really was, yeah. Um, I'm gonna get even though I cried and I feel like I was more moved by this movie than either of you I have to give it a four (laughs) what (laughs) exactly I don't know I I don't know either the parts I loved I I or the parts I cried at I loved because I love to cry Um, but I I have eh, maybe I'll I'll bump it up to a five because I think you guys are right it's not that that horrible but it, you made yourself cry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You were, you were like acting. You were like, <laughs> I was already crying. You put on the movie. Yeah, so that you, you didn't want to lie to us about crying, but like you knew you weren't gonna cry. So you like, <laughs> like, like turn it off real quick. So he was like think. thinking about one of had died, and he was like, <laughs> oh, spraying vinegar in my eyes and shit. Yeah, no, I did technically cry though, so it's like. <laughs> 
but yeah it's like it's not as horrible as i remember i remember it being really horrible but there's a lot in this movie where i'm like i don't even know who i would recommend this to like, <laughs> yeah, like i wouldn't even recommend this to the girls i nanny for like i would not put this on for them like if someone's like i love dinosaurs i would not be like have you seen dinosaur <laughs> I would be like, do you like the land before times or jurassic park and like, it's like it's almost too mature to be for children because people like so many dinosaurs die so violently and so in such a rapid yeah. succession. There's so much death in it that I was like, I wouldn't recommend this for a child. And also, like, it's death. I was like, it's not mature enough for an adult to enjoy. If I had to tell someone who who was thinking about watching this movie anything, I would say just watch Ice Age. Just watch <laughs> Ice Age. Yeah, in the, in the third for Ice real. Age, they actually find this will give you that, that will give you the fix you're looking for. Yeah. From this. The third you're not going to get it from the this same movie. exact plot and Nicki Minaj plays a mammoth <laughs> she's a mammoth of course <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds like a good idea maybe I'll get high and watch that later today you should <laughs> it's really good but yeah I'd give I'm giving it a hot hot five maybe a four and a half depending on how critical I feel what? it just I know it can never go above five for me. <laughs> oh never yeah no no absolutely not I would I would lose I don't know your my followers my, I would yeah. take stars away from your podcast rating yeah. my credibility my credibility as uh, an influencer in the industry um, of dinosaurs that is yeah. not podcasts <laughs> not, just pod- not podcast not entertainment my dinosaur influencer um, <laughs> would it be so funny to make a youtube channel where you were a dinosaur influencer <laughs> like you could do You're that. Like dinosaurs you got in full dinosaur prosthetics and like just like hi guys it's me again <laughs> Welcome to my it's channel. Braylene. <laughs> it's me, Bailey and the Bronto. Oh, Bailene. <laughs> today, today I'm doing a mukbang of some vegetation <laughs> I found outside. <laughs> Joining me next week, Aladar. I found two trees intertwining. I'm going to eat the leaves and I'm going to see which one's which tree. <laughs> And it cuts to like every every video has a moment where you hear like a thunderous footprint yeah. outside, and it's Bailey. Then immediately like uh, it, it cuts to like yeah. YouTube video down mm-hmm. to like full um, Blair Witch Project found footage video of a scary dinosaur like crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of toss. I'm in a cave and all the rocks crumbled. The entrance gets like sucked out from under the bed like a horror movie. <laughs> I haven't had water in six days uh-huh. just because I was method acting. I miss I miss Ema. Oh god, I miss Ema. <laughs> oh. All right. So we have some questions at the very end that we love to ask. And these questions are um they started as like, how Disney is this movie? So we start to notice tropes, we start to notice things in this that occur in a lot of Disney films, and we want to see if they apply to this one. Um these sometimes we do all the questions sometimes we we sort of normally mix and match based on you know what things we are actually seeing in the movie there are no wrong answers everything is up for debate and consideration um and i will go first on most of these questions to give you time to reminisce and think and really sit in the question and the first question is who in this movie has hot dad energy now, I'll go first. What do you think? My instinct is the dinosaur who uh, kind of gets his ass beat and then saves everybody later. <laughs> Bruton. Um, Bruton. Bruton. Yeah. 
Futon? Is that his name? Bruton Futon? No, I think you're right. I think it's like Crouton. Futon. The dinosaur. Futon the dinosaur. I would say out of everybody there, he had the hottest dad energy, I guess. I mean, most uh, other than that, I would go with the old grandpa uh, lemur monkey, maybe. Yeah. Uh, But I'm going to go Bruton. I think I would go Bruton or Kron. Like the two of them both gave that. I think the movie was trying to make it Aladar. They like really wanted us to think Aladar was like on his way to becoming like unrealized hot dad, but he really isn't that at all. No, he's virgin energy. It's <laughs> a virgin energy. Before you guys keep talking, I do think it's Aladar for me. <laughs> <laughs> but that is coming from a woman with daddy issues and i'm a like, father so who's yeah, and, right? and this is this is a father and i have always i mean he is just like such a good person that i i feel like that is that is hot dad energy to me yeah and i'm not look, look i'm not saying that alatar or aladar has that his energy isn't hot it's just not giving dad to me well, and also, I, I don't, I don't want you to put that in the recording until we know how old Aladar is, because we don't. If none he's of a teenager, is, then I take that back. You as, know? Of, as, of to, as of today, he's sixty million years old. <laughs> That's honestly too young. I'm literally going to jail. <laughs> I'm literally going to jail. Fuck. <laughs> that shoots still up. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so is there an absent parent or orphan storyline to this movie um, i didn't see one did you guys <laughs> <laughs> also like the you most literally every character is an orphan like every yeah. single one of <laughs> every single dinosaur in the herd is an orphan so it's, it's like orphans trying to it's find an orphan him. parade oh my god <laughs> I love that album. Or I love My Chemical Romance. Lucy's <laughs> <laughs> got to stop. I'm glad they're not doing that anymore. That's just like orphan parade. Oh. Um, is our does our villain have gay energy? Kron. I I mean Kron. I don't think Kron wanted to fuck out. Or her, but I think he could. Guys, is the villain the meteor? <laughs> <laughs> And if so, then yes, gay. <laughs> that meteor was gay. Did you see it? First of all, it had a reveal. First, you thought it was just the little meteors that sent yeah. down, and then you were like, "Ooh!" And, and like, then she a fucking scene, you she know, truly like... death dropped from the universe. <laughs> she jumped into those splits, and I felt it. I vibrated. I vibrated in my chair. And also, if there's any d- drag queens out here listening, your reveal better have a, a dramatic difference between the sound of light and the sound of sound or like the and speed of sound and the speed of light yeah I lo- <laughs> you need to wipe out a species yeah i extinction. love that i love that when the meteor hits they see it for what felt like 15 minutes before it's like <laughs> boom <laughs> what are they gonna do like, like they actually had time to, to a different take earth? cover <laughs> yeah oh wild um <laughs> if you could replace anybody in this movie with rosie o'donnell and danny devito who would they be? Okay. <laughs> Oof. Okay. And I can only I can only do one person with one of those. You I need you to pick two people and replace one with each. Does that make sense? 
Yes. I'll go first. I'll go first. Yes, you go first. So I'm going to replace. Um, so first of all, we need to keep Dame Judy Dench 2.0. He's not leaving. She can't. Not on my watch. She can't. I mean, maybe on your <laughs> watch, and that's your journey, but that's not for me. Um, I don't wear a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I not only that, I can't read one. <laughs> I literally can't tell time. <laughs> Analog. I, I don't even know how to chop wood. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm I'm gonna replace I'm gonna have Rosie O'Donnell be um okay I'm gonna go wild I'm gonna have Rosie O'Donnell replace Neymar or whatever her name is the, the Juliana Margulies yes <gasps> Juliana Margulies that's why he's calling her the good wife or the good doctor which one is Juliana Margulies she's also in she's, she's also in ER but she is the good wife that's why I keep saying the good doctor she's like uh, yeah I, I was letting you I assumed I didn't know what you were talking about when you said good doctor I was like oh I've never I think that has the kid from um what's it called the kid from uh Bates Motel in it and I'm like oh, I no, guess I haven't seen it I was, that's a good I was mixing up her two shows it's and that's play. humiliating I hope a meteor strikes <laughs> you down I would say edit that out, but it, I only said it. So <laughs> you, only said, you only said it 13 times. <laughs> um, I would replace Juliana Margulies with Rosie O'Donnell, and then I would replace um, uh, Cron with Danny DeVito. Mm. Or better yet, I would replace one of the T Rexes with Danny DeVito. I'd replace both the T Rexes with Rosie and Danny. I would replace the dog with Danny DeVito. <laughs> And I would replace Cron with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's Cron would be amazing. See, I was going to replace the dog with Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. Ooh. And I was going to uh, replace Bruton, who dies and saves everyone with Danny DeVito. That's like, a- I'm going to run into this wall. That's a <laughs> honest to God, a perfect ch- casting choice. Yeah. They, I, I, I was really excited when you asked the question. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> fun thing. I feel. Do you also know Juliana Margulies was on Snakes on a Plane? She was. Was she one of the snakes? I did not know. <laughs> Who? Um, she was the plane. <laughs> she was Samuel L. Jackson, I think. Uh, two more questions. Uh, is there a horse in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and this, is a, this is a compound question because it has more parts. Is there a horse in this movie? If not, who has horse energy? <laughs> of Aladar. They He's rode Aladar. carrying lemurs on his the, back. The lemurs uh, rode Aladar. He is the horsiest of them he all. He is the horse. The and also horse. his teeth uh, were horse-shaped. He was the and, only one who showed teeth during it, and they were horse-shaped. And then because this question, they were horse-shaped or like denture-shaped. Well, when the, when the when the lemur comments on Juliana Margulies' fat ass and was like, hey, girl, I like you. Get back over here. Aladar was doing this like weird, like, like cringe smile, but he was just showing his horse teeth the whole time, and he did it for like two minutes. So, oh yeah, and then there was one final part of this question, which, if so, if there is horse energy, is the horse just a dog? However, we've already got a dog. <laughs> Literally a dog. <laughs> I like, almost chose the dog, but it has to be Aladar. He is the horse. Aladar is a horse. But if he was a dog, he'd be a golden retriever. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. has that type of energy to me. So perhaps yes to your question. And Kron would be absolutely a chihuahua. <laughs> yes. He's I was ener- like, Pitbull, he's going to say Pitbull. <laughs> he was, no, he's the, ener- like, the energy of like a territorial chihuahua. 
Yeah. His little sidekicks are Rottweilers and they like fall around this tiny Chihuahua. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Dame Judy Dench is clearly a Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> Ooh. Uh... You're just saying that she's British. You're and so the dog. Racist. And the dog dinosaur, the type of dog, is that ugly white little dog with shit around its eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The um that little dog who's like appearance is a fucking joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the like the how did you even get here? You <laughs> ugly little shit. Like <laughs> who even brought you here? <laughs> you need a shelter because I'm going to throw you out. You are an ugly dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Any advice you would give? And you kind of already gave this advice, but if oh. you want to elaborate on it. We always love to end on any advice you would give to an adult stepping in to watch this movie. <laughs> I'll start. I mean, you gave the great advice of just watching um, Ice Age. Ice Age instead. I would add that if you're going to watch this with your kids, you need to be prepared to have conversations that you didn't think a movie of, <laughs> of this quality. Genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Refugees. <laughs> Mur murder. <laughs> cold blood murder ageism ageism <laughs> capitalism um, <laughs> environmental destruction <laughs> cat calling yeah yes misogyny yeah. misogyny um resource guarding gatekeeping gatekeeping <laughs> gaslighting yeah <laughs> from jame duty dench and why some dinosaurs are just dogs <laughs> <laughs> And if you're not ready to have those conversations with your kids, then why'd you have them? <laughs> uh, well, thank you both so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm going to turn to the show. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is the Trident network.com and also don't forget to follow disney adult on instagram at at disney.adult.podcast